Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Welcome back to Because She Chose. This is the podcast, yes, for busy mamas and overwhelmed women, just like me, your host, Camille McIntyre. I'm coming to you on September 11th. This is Monday, and it is a very solemn day for America, especially for us here, our New Yorkers. The heartbeat of New York really is and has always been in Manhattan. And my husband and I, as you all know, love, very much love our city. My husband loves it so much that he became a licensed New York City tour guide and he works at the 9-11 Memorial Museum. And I went live this afternoon just to really give him some props and just to say how proud I am of him because for us today really is a day to remember. They say, you know, never forget. That's what we're kind of known for. Never forget, right? And here, I remember my own story of my daughter and my son were very, very little. They're 26 and 23. So I think about it and I'm like, wow, I didn't even have my youngest. Aaron is 21 now. So it's celebrating, not really celebrating, just remembering after 22 years of this happening to our country and to our our beloved city. It was really, really hard. Even I think maybe you would think it would get easier throughout time. But I think this year saddened my husband and I even more so because he's working there. He's works at the 9-11 Museum, like I said, and he's also that tour guide. And he's always bringing groups of people that have never really even seen the site. And just to tell the stories, it's really hit us home. And I guess I appreciate my husband so much because it's not just so much a job for him it really has become a passion because I remember that day. I remember when the towers were hit and I remember thinking, and my husband saying to me, we just don't know what to do. Like he felt inept. He was like, what are we supposed to do? Like, what can we do for the people? And you want to say prayer and offering comfort and things like that. Those just seemed so small on that day, even though we know that God was with so many people, so many people perished, but so many people that we know personally got out of towers or someone didn't actually get to work on time or, you know, maybe they woke up a little late. There's so many stories like that. I don't know. Do you have a story for that day? So I think about the perception of this world in this post 9-11 time that we're living in. And I think that saddens me even more because I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was meeting my husband in the city and we had a little bit of time to kill. So I'm waiting, waiting for him to get out. And a woman came over and she had a heavy accent. She sounded like she was from, I don't know, Sweden or something. And she was asking, here we are standing on the site, on the memorial site where the reflecting pools are. The museum is right in front of me. And you look around and you can see the Freedom Tower And everything that's new that they built. And she had no idea. She was asking me, where is the memorial? And I'm like, you're standing in it. So it was 
such a strange feeling for me because most people just really don't know. They just don't know because they've never been there. And for us, it's become such a, almost like a home for our hearts. And I think about my kids and so many others that have been born after 9-11 and how they don't even know. They don't, they don't know a world with the Twin Towers. They only know a, a world that they were destroyed in an attack, a terrorist attack. And so I remember this morning, even I was just ruminating and just meditating. I was praying and I was like, Lord, I'm having a hard time today. And I know my husband will be. And I called my warrior sisters and I told them, hey, say a prayer for my husband because he's going to be working with the families and and you know all of the the things that were happening there today. You see them on the news, but like my husband was there hands-on. And just working there has changed his perception even more and his love, I think, for the city and for the people of New York City. And I was watching after my devotional time, the memorial beginning and you know the families are reading the names of those who died that day. And Tim was already, I think, on his way to work. He was almost there and he was texting me and saying how there was so much traffic, more so than usual. And he was running a tiny bit late, not late by our, my standards, late by his standards. Of course, he was going to be early, but he said it was a, just so intensely sobering going and just getting there. And he said, it's like all hands on deck at the museum. Everyone was called into work and that there was this strict protocol and the employees were being given breaks and pretty often because it was just so emotional for them. And I know that you might have a story of that day. My husband and I really just have been steeped in it. We watch a lot of documentaries. He's he's constantly reading books. It's really has become more of a passion than, like I said, a job. And I'm so proud of him for allowing God to use him in some small way to bring just a little bit of comfort to those that may never see his face again, but just a comfort, you know, to know that my husband was there praying for people. And it helps us to never forget, never forget. So as I was ruminating afterwards, I was just thinking, you know, what is the proper mindset for today? Because I talk a lot about mindset and it's such a heavy, heavy time for us and for most of us that, especially for those that have lost people. And I just thought, well, what would a winning mindset look like? You know, we talk about that a lot. I, I read a lot of books and, you know, in order to like achieve goals, you actually really do have to think differently. And, you know, while I'm working on different projects and things like that, a day like this comes along and it is tough. It's tough for me to get through. And I know that Romans 12, 2 says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I know that I should be holding that and holding space for that. But I also know that we have to hold space for just our mentality. Our mindset is key, but yes, I needed to listen to the word. I needed to listen to some worship this morning. I needed, because you have these pictures in your mind, you can't help but look. If you're watching the news, you know, those pictures come up on the screen and speaking positively or trying to avoid the negativity behind it is a little hard on a day like this when you're saying things like, never forget. But I also realized and remembered my training is that you can start to control your mindset, even your emotions in the moment. I know it's hard. Obstacles, they come and they go and they rise. But if you are trying to develop a mindset shift, you really do need a perspective change. 
Your mind is literally the most important and valuable asset that you have. So if you're working on mindset along with me, I know you've been probably tracking with me for a long time. I'm doing this podcast a year and a half now. It really is a non-negotiable, even on a day like this. So developing that mindset is going to help you in whatever situation arises. It will help you to solve problems instead of dwelling on them. Like I'm dwelling on what happened on this day, but I've also have allowed God to transform my mindset because it's helped me to grow beyond the sadness, but also what does that winning mindset look like in this moment for me? For me and for my husband, it's to inspire others. It's to offer a hope that is beyond us, that is only found in God. And it really did. It changed my outlook. Just saying, I am so proud of you, honey, for what you're doing. And you're there for so many people. And the fact that it's it's been a game changer for him. you know. So you have to look at your life and say, okay, how do I do that? How do I keep my mind right, even with the difficulties that are happening? It might not be as heavy as what I'm talking about today. It might be you know, I got my dishes done today. I got a couple of loads of laundry folded. I got in a shower because my child was sick and crying all for the last 24 hours. Hey, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it's hard to have a positive mindset when you're not allowing God to come and master your emotions. Say, Holy Spirit, help me in this moment. I had to ask the Holy Spirit, say, please, I need you right now. Because I had to stop the dwelling, my mind dwelling on the horrors of it. Because I remember very vividly that day, it was horrific. But then I started to say, oh, you know what? Philippians 4.8 says, think on these things. Focus on these positive things, whatever's true and honorable, just, pure, lovely, whatever's commendable, whatever is excellent. Whatever is worthy of praise, you got to think on those things. And I had to saturate my mind with scripture. I said, Jesus, how do I get through this day thinking positively when it's a day to remember? I heard him say, think about the good that you're doing. Think about the good that people are doing, even in the moments of remembering and, and reading the names of those that perished that day. Think of the good that has continued in 22 years. I went out this morning to drop off my son at his class. And as I was driving past the fire station, the fire truck was coming back and actually coming in and and about to park. And they were all outside in their dress, you know, dress blues. And I just honked the horn and I waved and I gave him a little fist punch and then said, yeah, thank you. I wanted to scream from the top of my lungs. Thank you. So I don't know what's happening in your life. I don't know if you needed to hear this. I don't know if you needed help with self-sabotaging or negative thoughts. Maybe you need to develop an attitude of gratitude. That's what I had to do this morning. Maybe you needed to do something like listen to this motivational podcast. I needed to stay focused on what I had to do for today, even though the sadness was there. So I hope that this helps you to try to get beyond the things that are happening in your life. 
use gratitude because it really is the fuel that helps you to keep going. Don't allow the things in your life and don't focus on the things, the negative things in your life and don't allow anyone or anything to steal your joy. Because even in today, even in this moment, I said, okay, it's a tough day. There's a lot of feelings going on in this day. And I said, Lord, help me to have a heart of forgiveness. Help me to have a bit of your joy. Help me to use your word as a positive affirmation and to change my mindset. Help me to be kind and gentle and caring and loving towards someone today. That's how you create a successful, motivating mindset. You can do it, my friends. I'm praying for you. And as I end, I ended my live today reading through Psalm 5 because I just felt, man, I need a verse to hold on to today. I need to speak to myself with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That's what the scripture says to do. So I looked to him for comfort. And with that heavy heart, I read Psalm 5. And it says, Oh Lord, hear me as I pray. Pay attention to my groaning. Listen to my cry for help, my God, my King. For I pray to no one but you. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning, this morning, I bring my request to you and I wait expectantly. Oh God, you take no pleasure in wickedness. You cannot tolerate the sins of the wicked. Therefore, the proud may not stand in your presence for you hate all who do evil. You will destroy those who tell lies. Lord, you detest murderers and deceivers. And because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house. I will worship at your temple with deepest awe. Lead me in the path of righteousness, O Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. Make your way plain for me to follow. My enemies cannot speak a truthful word. Their deepest desire is to destroy others. Their talk is foul like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with flattery. Oh God, declare them guilty. Let them be caught in their own traps. Drive them away because of their many sins, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection like wings over them, that all who love your name may be filled. For you bless the godly, O Lord, and you surround them with your shield of love. Amen. Mama, squeeze your loved ones a little tighter today, and may you be fruitful, fruitful in this week ahead. Blessings to you. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.